0: Okay. Do you want to intro this one? Sure. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of whatever this is called. (laughs) (laughs) What are we called? Real Estate for Real People. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of Real Estate with Real People. I'm Tamara and this is my sister Shannon. And we're going to talk today about what it's like to move to a new town, to move to the Okanagan with your
1: family. And we see this a lot, especially nowadays. I mean, the last year, two years since we've had COVID, we're getting a lot of people that are moving here from out of town, more so than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people coming from Vancouver, still some from Alberta, lots from Toronto as well. So, I mean, moving mm-hmm. across the country, um, to the Okanagan is, it, it's intimidating, you know, not oh, only it's is daunting. it daunting. Yeah. yeah. You know, not only is it that you have to learn about, you know, schools and parks and, but you have to find a hairdresser or a doctor, a dentist. And yeah. So what are some of the things, Tamara, that, that you noticed that, Oh,
0: you know, I, it, it, it can be overwhelming. And I think, you know, we see a lot of people who make this decision to pack up everything. And and I think COVID's really taught a lot of people mm-hmm. that, that life is short and you want to enjoy a good lifestyle and time is of the essence. So go for it. And, and you know, they pack up and move and, and it's all the things you're saying. You know, we have a lot of people who have a young family mm-hmm. and, and are moving here with their their kids. So why don't we talk first
1: about that? You know, yeah. what's the number one key? the neighborhood. For sure. And, you know, some of the key neighborhoods that are family-friendly, um, you know, you've got Wilden, you've got Kettle Valley, you've got the Ponds. I mean, there, Kelowna certainly has has certainly a few. And, and what's nice about those family-friendly neighborhoods is I always say to people is the minute you're Unloading the moving truck. Your kids will have friends. They will know other kids on the street, which is, which is huge. I mean, as a parent moving here, you want your kids to know other kids right away. That makes your life so much easier. And Kelowna certainly has those neighborhoods or the Okanagan certainly has those neighborhoods, um, that allow for that, that, that allow for that kid-friendly experience where your kids can, you know, ride their bikes down the street, you know, with sidewalks in and it's safe.
0: Well and, and those are great points I agree and I think another consideration something I like to ask people when they're when they're looking at moving here is tell tell us about you tell us what you like to do are you you know, are you uh, a walker? Do you, you know, do you want to get out there and, and power walk in the mornings? Are you a cyclist? Because yeah. we've got some incredible neighborhoods, but they are, you know, we're in a valley and we've got some beautiful homes. You know, as soon as people say they want a view of the lake or a view of the mountains and I'm like, Kate, you're going to be going up a hill. And if you're, you know, if you want to go out for a Saturday morning bike ride or bike to and from work in town, it's a heck of a, a grunt making it back up that hill.
1: Unless we're you, because well- you can do it. <laughs> I'm wondering about cycling. Tamara is an avid <laughs> cycler. So,
0: yeah, I, I love it. And my entire life, I've lived within five kilometers of where I live right now on the flats because I love to go out for crazy long bike rides. But the last thing I want to do, I'd be fine leaving yes. my house on the hill and going down for a beautiful ride at the end of 20, 50, 100 kilometers. I I don't have it in me to make it back up a hill. So... It's it's a really good point. Some of my friends that I cycle with will actually come meet at my place in the flats. We'll go do a beautiful long bike ride, but then they come back home, load their bike on the car and drive up the hill because it's, it's too hard after. So it's, you know, it's funny. I think, I think it's easy when you're moving to an area to focus on the house itself. And I Mm -hmm. think a, a first consideration is, okay, well, who are you? What do you like to do? What's important to you and, and find a community, find a neighborhood. And then from there focus on on the house. Focus on that. But let's, let's talk about families moving with little kids, you know, with young, young children, children under the age of 12, let's say.
1: Yeah. So if you, I mean, something that we get often is, you know, kids moving here and say they're you know, six or seven or eight or what have you. They're already a bit established in maybe the sport avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my kids play hockey. So for me, um, you know, it would be really important for me if moving to a place of what is the hockey like? What is the, you know, school activities and, and that yeah. sort of thing? So where know, are rinks? Like where if, do you get ice? Yeah. It's, and that's something that's hard to come by in Kelowna is, is mm-hmm. rinks and ice. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's looking at all of those things and wanting to make sure your proximity is relatively close because as hockey parents, we all know we are driving to and from the rink a lot so we want to try to minimize that drive as much as we can and, and you're then, driving early what time did you get up this morning I got up at 4 20 so <sighs> yeah we had ice early <laughs> <laughs> I love that our kids are hockey why couldn't they've been yeah. skiers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it's, I mean, it's looking at sort of what activity your kids do. I mean, you know, hockey is only one avenue, but are your kids going to be into soccer Mm -hmm. or are they going to be, you know, skiers? We've got Todd who works with us and his kids are avid skiers. So Mm -hmm. he's- Ski racing. Yeah, Yeah. ski racing. So they're going up to the mountain a lot. Mm -hmm. So they want to be relatively close if they don't have a place up there to be going up and, and down to the ski mountain. So, well, when our girls were young, they were in the uh, swim club
0: in, in Aqua Jets. We have two two different swim clubs in town. And Okapogo's one and then Aqua Jets. And, and a very similar thing. I mean, they were swimming after school, um, weekends, They they would always have their swim meets on the weekends. And then when they got to a higher level, it was first thing in the morning. Which was six a.m., not four twenty, but uh, <laughs> but you know the proximity to a pool. So you yes. know I think those are different things for people to think about. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot of people moving moving here from wherever they're coming from, they love the idea of land. Uh, you know, certainly yes. over in Europe. Um, you you don't get a backyard. You don't get a, a detached house, and and that's even the case in you know we've had a lot of people coming from from Toronto, yes. and they're in semi attached homes or Vancouver they're in condos, and they're coming here going okay I want space like I, ideally I want to be on five acres. I'm like okay that sounds great, but do you you know if if you've got an active yeah. family it's you're going to be driving an additional. 20 30 minutes which when you're coming from Vancouver and you're used to driving 20 or 30 minutes or an hour in in bumper to bumper traffic, 20 minutes in in the fields sounds lovely until you've been here about six months and then all of a sudden 20 minutes just is forever.
1: and those properties are really hard to find so you know looking at that as well is you're right you're gonna have to be further out but even being further out they're hard to find those properties that have that space and that land. So, mm-hmm. well, we, we just were chatting with the mayor and looking at the official
0: community plan, they they don't want to continue having urban sprawl. It's mm-hmm. it's an issue that faces, you know, every city I think in North America, probably every city in in the world. Yeah, I think so. And and really trying to to densify things and and get people closer in. So, here anyway in Central Okanagan, we're not going to see a lot of of new large lot, single family home sites opening up, not in the foreseeable future.
1: So question for you, if you were moving here with your family, what is the first thing you would do? Would you hire a realtor first and talk to them? Would you, I don't know, and I'm going to kind of say this here, but drive around the neighborhoods, What, what would you do? I think a realtor
0: can be an excellent resource. You know, somebody who's been around for a long time, who who truly knows and understands the, the ins and outs, the, you know, the areas that uh, have got good water, the areas where the wells run dry, the mm-hmm. areas with a lot of clay in the soil, or the water smells funny in the spring. and, and- Or some of
1: those areas that you wouldn't think, but that have septic, you mm-hmm. know, some of those family-friendly areas that are still on septic, yeah. which can be fine, but you want to know about that ahead yeah. of time.
0: So, so, you know, I think actually even before people move to an area, I, there is a ton of information available online. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we've got a great website, um, a couple of great websites locally in Kelowna. Kelowna now is one. Castanet's another one. Facebook, they've got all these, these, you know, neighborhood specific community groups. Stonesisters.com is yes, another sorry, one. I, of course yes. I meant that was the most important one. Say it again slowly. <laughs> Stone Sisters. <laughs> but, but I think, uh, you know, I think you could really do some digging and, and you know, get a sense of, of if a community's a fit. Then when you come, I mean, we've got a group that flew in yesterday from mm-hmm. Toronto and they're meeting with one of our agents this morning to to have an overview, to look at a big fold out map and, and sort of get a sense. And then they're going driving. And mm-hmm. today they're not looking inside any homes. They are driving through all the different neighborhoods we've discussed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we even recommend get out and go into the grocery store. Yeah, go get a coffee at the coffee store that's local there mm-hmm. and, uh, and drive, th- drive past the schoolyard. Like really get a feel for wh- who the community is, who the people are, and, and if you're going to to fit in well.
1: Because that's, I mean, going back to your point, it is number one is to find that neighborhood that you feel, you know, at home with, and then you can find the house. Yeah, And uh, and that's the number one thing, I think, is just learning about that community and the driving distance to the activities you're going to be doing and, and that sense of it. Yep. Yeah. Well, I keep seeing things, it's time of year because we're approaching Halloween, but lots of people, you know, I'm
0: reading things on some of the Facebook groups, but you know, we've just moved in and how many kids do you think we'll get for trick or treating?
1: Yes. I'm like, well,
0: if you're lower mission, you might get, you know, on our street, we would be lucky to get 10
1: kids. And up where we live, we'll get 600 maybe. Up in 600 children. That's, you're the reason they
0: make the Halloween candy so small, right? It's true, honestly.
1: Well, and you feel like you have to give too. They seem, they're so small that you feel bad. But anyway, so we give out a lot of Halloween candy, but that's, that's the community. That's where, you know, young families gravitate towards some of those neighborhoods just because exactly that. It is that sense of community. I mean, our neighbors the other day, and if they tune in and listen, they'll laugh at this, but our neighbors the other day, um, they just moved in and they moved from the coast and they came and knocked on our door and they had dropped us off lemon squares. And it was the cutest thing that these little girls came and dropped them off. And I thought, that's so neat and kind of old fashioned in a sense, but that's the sense of that community of, you know, you drop something off, you need a cup of sugar, you do go to your neighbors for it. You know, you need an egg, you you stop by and, and ask your neighbor for it. So.
0: That's I love pretty that. Neat.
1: That's that's remarkable,
0: and I I think that's that's really rare. We don't see mm-hmm. that. We don't see that all over the world. We don't see a lot of that anywhere. You know, in the Okanagan or what have you. So that's pretty neat. You know, I know we've had a number of people. I think even when you guys moved to the house you're in, currently in Kettle Valley, that within a few minutes, you know, kids are are you know, ram, you know, roaming around outside, going, "Hey,
1: do you guys have kids? Do you have kids? They're like, yeah,
0: you know, can they come out and true. play?"
1: And, <laughs> I think that's amazing. It's pretty neat. And there are, as I said, a few neighborhoods that, that offer that, which is, which is great. So,
0: well, let's, since we're on the theme of, of coming with children or, or what have you,
1: talk about schools for a minute. Yeah. Let's, so that,
0: we're a different school system here than,
1: than other districts or what have you. So, so if you're, and that's a great question, if you are a parent coming, something that we get asked a lot are, is, there, is that school ranked well? How does that school compare and how does it rank? So mm-hmm. is there a, a place that schools are ranked? Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but... (laughs)
0: I think you could Google it. I know that there is, you know, they rank them all in in the province, do they They not? They
1: do. Yeah, they rank them all in the province. So that's, you know, one area that you can look at um, and see. Uh, And to be honest, I think most of our schools in the Okanagan are Mm -hmm. ranked well. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's great. And I, you know, we also have private schools. So those are the public schools. My kids are in the public school system and, Mm -hmm. you know, have flourished and it's amazing. Tamara, your kids went through private school. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe tell us a little bit about that. Lots of people come and wonder. Should I do public school or private school?
0: And, and we did, and, and I'm a fan of both my, my eldest or my, my eldest is, is off to university now, but my youngest is in grade 12 back in the public system. Just mm-hmm. she wanted a little more um, she wanted some more opportunities. she wanted some diversity in, in the programs. But both the girls through the, the middle school years did go to Aberdeen Hall. Uh, it's a preparatory school. They you know, I know my youngest talked about the fact that she had to write midterms and final exams starting in grade five. And our big thing, we looked and said, okay, we liked the regime, we liked the regiment, we liked the study skills mm-hmm. that, that the girls learned, and and we liked the fact that they took those tests, and and you know it it, it sort of paved the way. My eldest is is in her second year at university, and really had uh, has acquired some some great habits that I think started you know, grade five at at Aberdeen Hall. And so for us, it's not the path for everybody. Um, It is a private school. You, you know, it's situated out near the university. So you look and go, okay, well, how are you going to get the kids there? Mm -hmm. They do have a bus, but do your kids, you know, our girls got up really early and we'd walk them to the bus stop. And then they were on the bus for, I think, 30 or 40 minutes uh, to, and then again, home from school. So it's, you know, those are different factors. It
1: it was out there, but... So tell me a little bit about, just because I don't know, and I'm sure lots of our listeners don't know, is there what's the sports like? What's what you know? Do they they go to school till three thirty? I think, and uh-huh. then they take the bus home. Do yeah. is there an opportunity to stay longer and yes. do those sports? Yeah, or?
0: and and we left the school a couple of years ago, so I know it continues to expand. But they've got you know they built a big dorm. They've got plans for a huge sporting arena. Um, they've got a swim club. They've got mm-hmm. volleyball teams, and and actually both the kids did really well with volleyball and and loved it there. So tons of after school. They've even got before school. Um, activities and practices, so they 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 do definitely have have an athletic program. They've got a phenomenal music program. Uh, a couple of the girls' friends, one of them has gone off to school in New York.
1: Wow! And
0: and started because because music was mandatory. So when you started oh, Aberdeen okay. Hall, you got you were you were going to learn an instrument. So Alexa went to percussion and started with drums. Uh, Morgan was was in violin. I think she was really good. She'll be mortified if she hears this.
1: But it, uh, I, I think At least it wasn't the trombone. Or something yeah, like I, that.
0: we didn't want to have that. But it, you know, I think it was great. It, they really did focus on having the kids well-rounded, and yes. and you know, language was was mandatory, and 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 music, and and they really wanted you to to try some athletics, and then of course a big focus on the academics. So to me, it was phenomenal. It, it, it was well, well worth the cost to, to have the girls have that sort of well-rounded
1: and, and full. Prepared. I mean, to be able to be writing exams that young, I think is, is huge. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to jump a little bit over lifestyle here for families. What, what is the lifestyle here? You know, people are moving because of the lifestyle. Yeah. Can we add a little bit more and explain what that lifestyle actually looks like? Yeah, I love that, and
0: you know, I think a big thing that we hear, and, and I know you, Shannon, you feel the same way with this. We hear a lot of people moving here because they they give up that forty minute or hour long commute, which gives them that much more time with their families. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got a paddleboard club here in town. And I know a number of families who were really active with that this summer. Yeah. And the family of four or five, or we've got one family who went, their four kids um, joined the paddleboarding club. And they're out there, you know, paddling as a family. So I think that's, that's pretty remarkable. I think mm-hmm. you, can, you can do stuff like that. Another family that I spoke to have moved here, have gotten really involved in the theater um, network here. That we've got. Oh, and that's
1: so neat. It was
0: really cool because um, their daughter started, I think she was 12 or 13, and and she started in theater. Um, it's at Kelowna Actor Studio. And she got involved in doing a performance and doing some singing. She'd had no training. You know, she jumped in. Well, then her older sister did. Now, mom, dad, the kids, they're all performing in, in a play that's, that I'm oh, going to on Thursday night. That is so neat. And so it, you know, I think being in, you know, we're so fortunate because Kelowna's big enough that we have. We've got great athletics. We've got great hockey programs and hockey school. And we, mm-hmm. we've got some phenomenal, you know, music. We've got arts. We, there's a lot to do here. It really is
1: diversified. It, we've reached that critical mass, and I think that's a huge point. We've we've reached that point where we can offer more to everyone. And I think something, you know, the the culture, little the arts sort of segment is something that we didn't have before. No. And it wasn't something that really families focused on much. And I think more and more families are. And it's just nice to know that we have that avenue here. Yeah. You know, we've got that. We've got, I mean, a million golf courses mm-hmm. and I think golf has become something that's younger. I mean, I know I dropped my 11 year old off at the golf course with him and his friends. It's, it's amazing. Yeah.
0: And they go golfing. Well, and I'd heard that, that golf, you know, I think people a few years ago were predicting that golf was going by the wayside, that yes. who has four or five hours to, to go out and, and hit a little white ball around a bunch of green grass. And that, that the older demographic was sort of retiring their golf clubs and 18 holes was too long. And, uh, you know, I think there were lots of predictions Mm -hmm. that golf courses were, were going by the wayside and we are seeing the younger, younger generation, you know, boys, your boys age and, and our other sister's kids are, they're liking to golf. And again, that's another great family thing that you can do. Mm -hmm. And whether you're playing nine holes or my favorite personally is 13 holes. I like 13 too. That's a perfect number, but (laughs) but it's a, You know, I think, I think the, you know, people can work from home more than, than ever before. For sure. So you can, you know, have your home with your home office, kids can go to school, your commute time is minimal, if, if anything at Mm -hmm. all. And then you've got some time to, to actually be together as a family, because, Mm -hmm. and you and I talk about this all the time, you know, I've got one daughter out of the house, hopefully home again this, this next summer. And, and my youngest one foot out the door, she can't wait to go away to school and it goes fast. So if you have an opportunity to move to a town where, where you can do things as a family and, and then where your kids can pursue, if that's their path, if if they want to pursue Mm -hmm. post-secondary, we've got UBC Okanagan here. We've, we've got Okanagan college. We have phenomenal trades programs. We've got a lot of the private schools, you know, post-secondary
1: training that, you know, center of arts and technology, There are some great opportunities. And we are seeing more people moving here where their kids are a bit older mm-hmm. and, you know, you is, you know, in that high school years, but they're moving here with the intent of, okay, they're going to stay here for university. Absolutely. Or yeah. they're buying properties with that intention, maybe not moving until their kids are done school, but they're moving with their kids you know, buying properties that have suites. Colin mentioned today that you don't need to go through the process. Yeah, Um, I love that. Yeah. Tell us about that. So Colin mentioned today that they just buy, or they just changed that you don't need to go through the rezoning process if you want to have a suite in your home. All single family homes don't have to be rezoned necessarily, which is a huge cost savings. And it speeds the process up. Um, So if you wanted to have a suite in your house, uh, if you wanted your university student to stay living with you and have their suite or what have you, easy to do now.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I we're seeing that. a lot
1: more of that too.
0: Or, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, I think we see a lot of people that move here thinking, okay, well, my, we're living in Calgary. My parents live in Salmon Arm or Vancouver, what have you. So I'll find a house where, you know, my family and I, we can live. And, and then my parents could come as well and and mm-hmm. keep them out of a care home and, and have that sort of whole, you know, larger extended family dynamic, able to all live together. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely you know, on that end, we've, we've got a great senior center. We've got a lot of activities for, for, a, you know, an active senior lifestyle that I think is really appealing
1: for that multi-generational household. hmm. hmm. Going back to families and how you live in the Okanagan, you know, what else can families do? Everybody says this is a Four Seasons Playground. Yeah. Is it really a Four Seasons Playground?
0: Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's funny because this morning looking out at the mountains, I'm like, oh, I see a little bit of snow up on the hills. Big White got, yeah. what, 10 centimeters of snow yesterday? Yes,
1: I think so. And you can
0: still buy early passes. Can you still?
1: No. Nope. Deadline oh, did- was last Friday. Oh,
0: but you can go. still okay. buy, there's still a discount if you buy your your Seasons Pass at, at Big White. So we're fortunate here. You know, During the winter months, mm-hmm. you can ski. I mean, we've got Big White within, you know, Gem Lake is 45 minutes away. You've got Silver Star, which is just slightly longer, maybe an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. That's that's uh, near Pentic or near Vernon. And then we have Apex down in Penticton. So winter sports, I'm a big skate skier. So I like, you know, for cross country or skate skiing, you can go to Nordic, um, which is up just past the big white turnoff. You can go to Telemark um, up over on the on the west side. That's 30 minutes away and that's a huge community mm-hmm. of of again families you know or couples or individuals you know doing something together outside.
1: And what's nice as well here is our temperatures you know we hover at Minus two probably is the average temperature, maybe a little bit colder than that, but not much. Um, down right in the city, you know, in right in Kelowna. And so you can go out with your family and go for a walk still. You can go Mm -hmm. for hiking. You can go Mm -hmm. and skate. I mean, we've got the outdoor skating rink that's downtown, which is amazing for families. And that gets utilized a ton. Even this last year, it was cold enough. So it was, you know, I'm going back on this. It was below the minus two, but it was cold enough that. Parts of the lake froze. So yeah. you could skate at, you know, the beginning or right at the shoreline of the lake, which is amazing. So tons of families were out mm-hmm. utilizing that. So it's not as though we're this, you know, we're in the middle of the, the prairies where it's freezing cold and you stay inside. Yeah. You can still go outside and enjoy that outdoor active lifestyle as a family. Yep. Um, you know, with lots to do, which I think is, is big. And of course, then there's all the arenas. So you can go skating in them as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it truly is a four seasons playground. I mean, I think you've done it. I know we've done it where you ski in the morning and then you can come back and play golf in the afternoon. I did one year just to prove I could, it was freezing, but we did ski in the morning, came back and went for a swim in the lake. You are crazy. With a wetsuit with like, it lasted for three seconds. But just to say, you know, when, maybe this year we'll do where you ski and golf and swim, like do all three or do all you four. You definitely should do that. Don't invite me. But
1: <laughs> you should do that. Just be there with hot chocolate after. Okay. But, that sounds good. I can do that
0: part. But it's, you know, we hear, everybody talks about the Okanagan in the summer and it's warm and it, I mean, it's hot. Let's yeah. talk about, let's address that because that's something that, you know, today I was out for a run with a friend and, and she brought brought up, you know, how amazing it is to live here, but she brought up the incredible heat dome that we had mm-hmm. and forest fire smoke because yeah, you know, we'd all like to pretend that that isn't a reality, but I think it's a reality and I think we should talk well, about
1: La, 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 what yeah. do you mean?
0: <laughs> so it doesn't happen always. It doesn't no. seem to happen every year, but every two or yeah. three years-
1: And it does happen and it is a reality here and it does seem to happen in August where Mm -hmm. that just comes. Whether the, you know, we have fires that are close to the Okanagan, which, you know, sometimes is the case. Sometimes it's where they're further away, but because we're a valley, that smoke does come in and Mm -hmm. come into the valley and it's, and it, it happens. That being said, as much as when we were in it at the time, we thought, oh my gosh, this is awful. But, you know, it didn't actually seem to last that long. No, And it was quickly forgotten about. But yeah. You know, you take your time and and ensure that, you know, you're out in June and in July and being active outside and, you know, August, you might, the last two weeks of August might be a bit smoky, you know, and just plan for that.
0: Yeah. And I, I I think that's, you know, I think we wouldn't be honest if we weren't saying that that can happen and you will get that. You know, I don't, you know, in, in the developed areas of town, I don't think we were concerned or or overly worried about having a a big forest fire here. You know, we watched a couple of fires this year on the other side of the lake that you could Mm -hmm. see the big plumes of smoke. And, you know, I'm grateful to all the, the forest fighters, firefighters who came from Quebec and across the province and Mexico to, to battle these fires Across our province, across our country, across our planet. I mean, it, you know, it climate change is real.
1: But And, and it's interesting because we didn't have that growing up. I mean, as you listeners know, we were born and raised here in Colonial. Tamara moved here when she was two, but we'll say she's born and raised here. Close enough. So, you know, and it's not something that we had. So is this, you know, is this something that we will continue to see forever? Hard to say. Um, but you know, certainly the seasons are changing a bit. I mean, it's warm here in May. It used to be a rainy season. It's not really as much. So Mm -hmm. May, June, July. So it's just summer has shifted a bit. And I think Mm -hmm. as long as we sort of know that, um, and you just plan accordingly for that and your activities like that. Yeah. So, you know, let's go back to um, talking about kids and families in Okanagan. Yep. What else is there for the Okanagan? Like if you were a family, we get this all the time. Clients phoning us and saying, I'm thinking of moving with my family to the Okanagan. You know, yep. what's best? What should I do? Where, you know, what area do I need to be in? And, and questions we ask is how old are your kids? Because that's mm-hmm. going to dictate that. Mm-hmm. You know, your lifestyle, We you know, we talked about that because that's going to dictate that and, and the yep. school. Is there anything else we're missing? Hmm. Not that I can think of, but what are you thinking? Well, I'm, I, you know, I think as well, as you said, there's a lot of different websites. Some of those websites, City of Kelowna has, has talks about all the parks that we have. There's yeah. a huge resource. Um, you know, hiking here is, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big hiker. Um, and we've yeah, got a-
0: seem to be on a mission this summer. You were, you know, all these places having lived here my entire life, all 24 years. And- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, the hikes that, that you were posting
1: pictures of and, and little video clips of, I'm like, where is that? I haven't even heard of that. Well, there's so much here, like right in our back door. It's amazing. And, you know, lots of them are really dog friendly. So you can bring your dog. Um, it seems like everybody got a pet during COVID. I was one of those people. And, uh, and it's, it's great. So it's, and lots of them are, you know, Family friendly where you can take, you know, your kids hiking on and you can mm-hmm. bring your pets on and that's all in our back door. Mm-hmm. But the city of Kelowna website has maps and, and has, you know, an outline of where all um, the parks are. And, you know, that hiking app trails, uh. trail forks, trail forks mm-hmm. has is great. So I utilize that all the time. So I don't get lost up there on the mountains. And, um, and we're just, you know, we've got so much opportunity here and so many different avenues for families and we've got the infrastructure, you know, we've got the hospital, we've got the high tech, which is where we're seeing a lot of the younger demographic coming here. Yeah. Well, they're getting jobs there. That's Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a tremendously growing sector of the market and, and there are opportunities and jobs. So, so maybe that's talk briefly about that. Some of the economic factors that we're seeing, what's driving people moving here?
0: Well, I think, firstly, I would say um, would be the ability to work remotely. Mm-hmm. So, so with you know where we have fiber optic wire here, we have really good internet. It's fast. It's it's quick, and that's in in virtually every single neighborhood. So, mm-hmm. so I think there's there's a lot of that. Um, we do have. I mean, how many cranes are we seeing? You mm-hmm. know, the the commercial development and you know the airport, like the the industry that we see out at the airport between flightcraft and and some of the small operations. That, yes. You know, they flew in what was it, two years ago? The the biggest airplane in the world flew into Kelowna to be worked on. I think it was a plane out of I think it's owned in Russia. And, and it was, it was shipped here, flown here so that they could work on it here in Kelowna because we've just got that, you know, we've got the ability to do that here.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. What are some of the other big employers? We've got Sunripe here. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a big employer. And Mm -hmm. so we've got Sunripe, we've got the wine industry. It's something we didn't talk about. So wine industry and, and, you know, the whole tourism industry, I think it used to be the only main driving force here was the tourism industry tourism industry. And that's shifted and changed with, you know, the high tech and with some of these other industries. But um, we're seeing a lot of that. a yeah. um, so hospital, yeah. huge Hospital's one. huge you know yeah, we're I we're agree. again
0: we're really fortunate here we've you know they're they're doing a ton expanding the hospital continuously but we've got a full cardiac care center mm-hmm. now we've you know we've the the opportunities the the cancer um
1: center that they've got they you know we we're Joanna's house now for mm. kids we now have where you know if you're if your kids or your your family family comes, yeah it's it's all it's it's yeah. a place
0: for family to stay if they live elsewhere and are coming into the hospital here so but, that's amazing amazing. Mm -hmm. So I think, you
1: know, any, any other things to add or, or, no,
0: I think, you know, I think this covers well, just, you know, somebody sitting, maybe you're listening to this and you're in Winnipeg. How many people have we had from Winnipeg this year?
1: Oh, we've had a lot. Like yeah. <laughs> five or
0: six different families um, who have said, okay, I've, I've been living here in Winnipeg my entire even life. had some come sight unseen. They'd never been
1: to Kelowna and they still moved here. <laughs> yeah, they bought sight
0: unseen. But, you know, wherever you are sitting somewhere going, okay, is this the time? Do I do I move to the Okanagan? Do I, do I take the plunge and, and do this? Do I wait until my kids are older and out of the house? Do I wait until I have kids? You know, some people yeah. are, are choosing to move here pre-kids or, or maybe they just don't want to have kids. And, you know, when is the time to, to come and, and what are some of the factors to consider? And I mean, of course, we're biased. We're realtors and we've lived here our whole
1: life. We're, we're ambassadors for the area, mm-hmm. but I can't think of a better place to be. No. And I think truly, if you're thinking of, of moving here with your family, I don't think that there is any better time than to just take the plunge, jump in, move. Mm -hmm. Um, if you have further questions about, you know, living here with your family in the Okanagan, you can reach out to us anytime. We are happy to jump on a call and can answer any more specific questions. Yeah. Um, send us an email. We're always more than happy to help.
0: Absolutely. Have a great day. How long was that?
1: Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Okay. Cause I'm like, I'm, we don't know what to talk about. <laughs>